Rise and shine, pitter patter, let's get at them, pile. It's another B team edition of the Jim Davis Show. B stands for boxes and bleach for Jim. He does the moving process, which he's just thoroughly loving, from what I understand. Oh, I'm sure it's fantastic. I mean, and that's the. I'm not a big fan of moving either. But usually, well, that's true. But usually when I move, that's my fault, right? Right. For choosing to move. So it's kind of one of those things. It's like you're cleaning, you're scrubbing, you're packing, tape, folding, dumping into a, And you have no one to blame but yourself. Right. Because you made the decision this was a, to go live somewhere else. This was a self-imposed yeah. decision. Yeah, pretty much. So he is not getting to enjoy the fun that is the Underwear Olympics because you know, TV, you got to get that set up in the new house right? to make sure it's on when you're loading in and unpacking, right? Because you're not going to have anything. You just have it on in the background so you can hear stuff going on. That's first to go, or at least for me. And I was going to say, the Combine's not exactly a, uh audio-friendly... Program. Not really. It's, it's more just, of the press pressers and the discussions around the the combine. Because the the combine is a lot like golf commentary. You know, it's yeah. All right. Yeah, a little bit. Forty yard here. <clears throat> and then you hear the sound of the guy running where he's just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or you listen for the audible clinking of the weights. Clink, right? Clink, clink, and you just hear. And then guys start, yeah, yeah, come on, you got it, buddy. Jim, bro. And then he doesn't, he, no one ever puts the weights back. They just leave them there on the bar. What are we doing, guys? Yeah, I mean, come on. That's first etiquette. Put your weights back, right? Do they at least, like, have the courtesy to wipe them down first? Especially in, in, our, in a post-COVID era? I don't know. I think they just move on to the next thing. Go oh, run geez. cones or whatever. I don't know. Oh, I haven't watched the Combine since... Oh, I, I don't even know. I don't think it's been in Lucas Stadium since I've watched it. It was back in the old Hoosier Dome. Because I just, I do not care. It's like college recruiting. Right. I just don't care. Because all of the guys that are good at the Combine or good in college, my team's not going to draft them usually. Because they either trade away their pick or they draft like Corey Coleman. Wide receiver three in the tree at Florida. And then, oh, he he flamed out as a pro? Oh, I'm shocked. I'm shocked at this development. I'm, I'm beside myself. Yeah. So, Jim's off today, as you can probably tell already. Show already in progress. We're three minutes in. It's Buckeye and Baked Goods. Uh, is it accumulating out there? It was just starting to spiff a little snow. Is that a word? So... When I was on my way in this morning I was at say, 4.45. When I was, excuse me, <clears throat> when I was on my way in this morning, it was starting to kind of come down, but mm-hmm. it wasn't sticking because I think it's just a, just a skosh too warm for it to be like, yeah. you know, okay. a All full right. on thing. Well, either way, still drive safely, Please. whether it's 100 degrees and sunny or zero degrees and not drive safely. Be courteous to your fellow drivers. 
you know, there's no real need to be that guy on the highway. No. Because you don't ever see that guy in traffic and be like, man, that dude's cool. I mentioned, he's tailgating, he's rolling the smoke or whatever. I was going to say. He accelerates to 80 and then has to come to a stop at the next stoplight five seconds before me. That dude's cool. No I, one ever says that. I mentioned this on Friday on what I called a fed up with it Friday, mm-hmm. which is fitting today because it's wine about a Wednesday. Yeah. I was coming in last Friday, coming in here, and I was one of the only people on the road mm-hmm. heading to get a coffee before coming in. The only other person on the road behind me is a is a truck, and he decided to tailgate me. Yeah. When it was raining, snowing. There are three and a half other lanes perfectly available for him to use. And, he decided, and he's right up on you. Right behind Maybe he knows you. I doubt it. Doubt it. Odds aren't very good. It is a wine about it Wednesday with our friend uh, Talon Wine. You can win a bottle of wine. Best wine on the text line. Chick-fil-A breakfast team phone line 970-242-1340. I guess we can go with two divisions. The non-show host complaint division right. and the host complaint division if you want to want to go that route. Because I, I know there are pile members out there just like, this joke sucks. And that's fine. I'm I'm all right with that. It's also, we got a prep pop quiz. Yes. It's very hard to say when you're not really preparing your mind, but a prep pop quiz with our friends at the locker room coming up in the 8 o'clock hour. We're going to talk Broncos a lot in the 8 o'clock hour. A lot, a lot of sound from yesterday's uh, Meet the Presser with uh, the law firm of Peyton and Peyton. So we're going to have a lot of sound from them. We're going to talk Broncos combine with Cody Rourke, my high sports writer, uh, my high sports afternoon radio host. He's playing applying the dark arts trade as we are also uh speaking of a dark arts guy radio guy colorado avalanche play-by-play voice connor mcgahee's coming up at about 8 40 we'll try to get to him a little earlier maybe throw him off guard a little bit hello uh maybe and we might have the voice of the rams brian roth brian um pouring bleach into his eyeballs after having to watch that csu game last night i feel bad for him and not just having to do that but to do it so late into the evening yeah in san jose um yeah that was not a particularly fine effort from uh the colorado state rams they're gonna finish under 500 guaranteed unless they go on this ridiculous mountain west conference run which i don't foresee happening they're not, not going to get to 500, and it's the first time since Nico Medved's first season that they're going to be under 500, and they failed to get to 50 last night against San Jose State. Uh, John Tanjay, Isaiah Stevens, 7 of 23 combined. Ouch. That's that's not... That's bad. How did we ever win eight? It's a miracle. It's a miracle. How did they ever make seven? It's a miracle. Uh, Patrick Cartier had 17 to lead the Rams. That was good. Uh, but we're kind of burying the lead with the the basketball discussion. The CMU Mavericks uh, women's season is over, unfortunately. They went on a run, got uh, some good scoring from the bench. Former Central Warrior Leah Redding had, what, 17, 16, 17 off the bench? I have it written down somewhere else, so I'll, I'll look at it later. We'll find it. Tia Slade had 19 for the Mavericks. She's... Uh, usually in the starting lineup, but usually it's Brooks and Reed and Kravig. They're usually Getting with the scores. Points, yeah. yeah. So, but Tia Slade led the Mavericks with 19. They fall by a score of 66 to 
to 60. There's a note that I, I gleaned from that game that I'm going to break out a little bit later on. Ooh. For the men, their season continues. 10-point win, 82-72. Yeah, there we go. Let this breathe a little bit. I'll tell you, after a win there at Brownson Arena, the band cranks it to 11, too. They do. They get after it. I'm a band nerd at heart, right? So am I. Yep, absolutely. They they get after it there. They have a lot of fun in the uh, band section, I've noticed, at Brownson Arena, which I'll be out there to partake in Friday night as the Mavs beat Metro State. I miss you, Denver. Metro State, 82-72. Trevor Baskin joins the 1,000-point club. That's two this season. Blaze Street and Trevor Baskin will have sound for Mike DeGeorge coming up. And uh, I'm pretty much blowing through all of uh, my what's happening. So What's happening? What, what's happening presented by our friends at ComWest. If you need uh, internet support, phone support, you need a new phone system for your office, get in touch with ComWest, check in with Nate and the whole crew over there, and they will get you all set up like ours. Oh, yeah. Not only do they work, which was a problem before uh <laughs> they look great i love the way these phones look they got the nice big screen easy to read buttons which 15 years ago i didn't think would be a problem but as Here it is time comes for us all the buttons are easy to read and the hold and transfer and intercom so much easier and so much easier now with the new phones to come with it's way easier now especially for someone like me who never really learned to read you know yes yeah. You, you just see the big button, and you go, boom, there it is. Yep. Absolutely. You hit the speaker. That's usually what I do. That's what I, so, I do, too. Anyway, ComWest does all of our phones, and they're absolutely fantastic. Get them for yours. So, what's happening? Basketball season is over for the CMU Lady Mavericks. They fall to the School of Mines in Golden, 66-60 in the first round of the RMAC tournament. Tia Slade, 19 points to lead the Mavericks. Former Central Warrior Leah Redding, 16 off the bench. Your diggers jumped out to a 20 to 10 lead after the first quarter, held on from there. Last night's the second time in the last three games CMU's trailed by at least 10 points after the first quarter. Wow. They finished 13 and 16. But the season continues for the men. They beat Metro State 82-72. Forward Trevor Baskin netted 18 points. Becomes the 20th member of the school's thousand point club, Blaze Street who had 23 points to lead the Mavericks, joined the club earlier this season. The Mavericks now host the rest of the RMAC tournament this weekend. I was going to say, I don't don't know if you had this or not, so two notes on the men winning yesterday. Okay. So Trevor Baskin becomes the 20th player with 1,000 career points Mm -hmm. for the Mavs, joining his dad. Oh, yes. Uh, John Baskin. John Baskin, who I believe is still the all-time leading scorer. I believe that's correct. And also, and I don't know if you... So that's that's a neat fact. And I don't know if you saw this either, but so all four RMAC men's teams that are nationally ranked, uh-huh. which would include CMU and Colorado Mines and, <coughs> and uh, Black Hill State and Fort Lewis, all four nationally ranked RMAC teams are going to be competing this Friday. They're all coming to town. It's going to be lit. Yes. And uh, Mike DeGeorge is happy to have it all here. It certainly felt like March tonight, didn't it? Great crowd and a hard-fought win. So, you know, we just really believe and we're just really tough-minded. And, yeah, I mean, it's going to be a battle. Great opponents coming in, and it's fun that it's here. 
The Mavericks get the aforementioned School of Mines coming up Friday on the Team CMU Sports Network. Tip-off is at 5. Yours truly will have it. And uh, we'll get started 4.45-ish from uh, the Team Sports Desk with Joe Vigil, whose birthday was not yesterday because yesterday was the 28th, but he's a leap year baby, ah. like Bly Madris. I love what the Armac tweeted out. Made it to the big leagues at only six only years six old. Years they grow old. up so fast. It was I love it. pretty good work. But uh, happy birthday to those two. The Denver Nuggets continue to roll in Houston, downing the Rockets 133-112 last night. That's not really the feat because the Rockets suck out loud. Nikola Jokic had his 24 triple-double of the season, scoring 14 points, pulling in 11 rebounds, handing out 10 assists. Nuggets head coach Michael Malone was pleased with how his team did what they were supposed to do against the NBA's worst squad. I was really proud of our group because all day long we talked about being mature with the approach. It's not about who we're playing, it's about us. And I felt that guys went out there and, and worried about Denver Nugget basketball tonight for the most part. And uh, a lot of guys contributed. More from Post Malone Sands face tattoos coming up uh, a little bit later on in the hour. The Nuggets host Memphis coming up on Friday. Colorado Rockies lost their first Cactus League game of the year last night. Or yesterday, rather, falling to the Texas Rangers. 6-4 at the Rangers Complex in Surprise, Arizona, on Tuesday. Charlie Blackman. Surprise! Surprise! Uh, surprise, the Rangers actually have some players. Charlie Blackman, Cole Tucker went back-to-back. Ezekiel Tovar hit a solo home run as well. After off-season knee surgery, Rockies manager Bud Black is happy with how Chuck Nasty is getting back to form. Looked good on the bases. He had the knee surgery at the end of, uh, you know, right uh, when the season ended. Knee feels good. He's 100%. You know, like all players, he's working, you know, into game shape. But we're encouraged by, you know, where Charlie is now physically. Uh, Maverick buzzing the tower, apparently, back there in the background. Austin Gomer got hit around pretty good. Four earned runs in just two-thirds of an inning because he was throwing only fastballs. I don't know that just on watching because I didn't. I know that because that's what he said. We'll have that, that, like, coming up later on in the show. Newcomer Ty Block worked a couple of scoreless innings out of the bullpen. Rockies back on the diamond today, taking on the Royals. You can hear that game on the Team Sports Network today, starting at 1 o'clock. And I mentioned the firm of Peyton and Peyton at the media yesterday at the NFL Combine in Indianapolis. A variety of topics were covered by the coach and the GM, including what the Broncos might be looking for in the upcoming NFL draft. Another topic of conversation was the coaching staff assembled by head coach Sean Payton. And Payton, much like his predecessor Nathaniel Hackett, has plenty of fresh faces on his coaching staff and he says that's something he's picked up from a legendary former boss parcells wanted to be around younger coaches he talked about it all the time and so i like being around younger coaches now i mean i still consider myself a younger coach but then you know i sit in the room and listen to these young coaches that i enjoy you get energized broncos are at the combine all week in indianapolis and we'll have a lot more coming up at the top of the eight o'clock hour when we go around the n FL. That is a look at what's happening. Brought to you by our friends at uh, ComWest. So, a lot to get in on on the program today if you want to on the Chick fil A Breakfast Team phone line, 970 242 1340. It's a wine about it Wednesday. You can uh, chat, chop up uh, the season for the CMU women, talk about the men winning against Metro last night. Nuggets. Take down the Rockets. 100th career triple-double for Nicole Jokic. Yes, 24th of the season, 16th from New Year's Day. Which Nuggets, 24-0. I was going to say, put it in perspective, a quarter, almost a quarter of his career triple-doubles have come just this season. Yeah. But apparently... 24% of them. But apparently he's stat-padding. 
Yeah. Apparently. Aaron, of course he is. He's stat patty. But what? And, I mean, this was like 80% of a real triple-double because the Rockets just suck. They're not good. Oh, man, they suck. They suck so hard. Um, you talk Rockies, if you're getting into the baseball swing of things, uh, speaking of baseball, weather permitting, we have to say that because it's March 1st. CMU baseball on the Team Sports Network coming up tomorrow as the Mavericks host Montana State Billings. And uh, yeah, we'll, throw in, we'll throw in some sound here. The uh, Yellow Jackets bring some stingers with them. See what I did there? A little, nice. little B pun. They hit 285 as the team, and Mavs head coach Chris Hanks says they got to counteract that with not letting them drive in more runs with their own mistakes. They tend to have some big swings, and they play for big innings in terms of the home runs and the doubles. So we'll have to combat that. I think we have some pitching that can do that. I think we'll be fine as long as you know we don't create our own big innings from the standpoint of pitching behind, walking people, or hitting people, committing errors. Mavericks and Yellow Jackets four-game series coming up at uh, the Diamond of the Bergman Sports Complex. We'll have the opener tomorrow on the team CMU Sports Network starting at 2.30. First pitch pregame at 215 that will be uh yours truly and ethan jordan on the uh, balls and strikes calls there and all the other plays usually too we try to work those in uh every over, the, over the course of the game we try to work in a little bit of that ball is hit to right field type stuff so that's coming up you see we got we had two cmu basketball games last night we got mavericks baseball tomorrow mavericks basketball for the men coming up friday and hopefully saturday so don't go anywhere else for your uh, Mavericks coverage. We oh, got no. you covered right here on the Team Sports Network. And, um, yeah, let's see. Is there anything else? for? Did I miss anything for what's happening? Oh, that's right. Uh, we'll throw this in there, too. Sorry, Brian. The Colorado State Rams played last night against San Jose State. And yeah, it was good. Yeah. They lost by 17 points, and San Jose State only scored uh, 63. So, that's... Wasn't great. Don't no, that's not great. Not great there. Uh sixty three to forty six the Mavericks lose. Uh Patrick Cartier with seventeen points to lead uh all scores actually. Sixteen for Alvaro Cardenas for the Spartans. But I mentioned John Tanje, Isaiah Stevens. They combined for seventeen points and seven of twenty three shooting, including two for ten. From the uh, three-point mark. So, not great. Not a great effort at all for the Rams. They are 13-17 and 17 on the season. They are secured in a sub-500 record unless they go on just a unexpected, to be honest, uh, Mountain West Conference tournament run. Yeah. So we'll talk, hopefully, with Brian Roth coming up at the top of the 9 o'clock hour, our usual Wednesday chat with the voice of the Colorado State Rams. We'll have uh, Mahai Sports' Cody Rourke coming up at 8.20, so a little over an hour from now and a little over an hour and 20 minutes. The voice of the Avalanche, Connor McGahee, will join us as the Avs take on the former Denver professional hockey team, the New Jersey Devils. It was Colorado Rockies, the first ones, and then they moved off to uh, New Jersey. And then they were red and green there for a little bit. They looked like Christmas every night, and now it's red and black, which is a lot better. Honestly, a lot better. So we'll talk with uh, 
Voice of the Avalanche, Connor McGahee, coming up in a little bit. We'll get his thoughts on the moose trampling people as only a moose can. Your give the fact that the NHL is going to give the Avalanche no off days coming up in the future, I feel, because no, of course not. three wins in four days, what do they need an off day for? Defending Stanley Cup champion. Yeah. Three. Never mind the fact that they're still very, very battered up and injured. Oh, yeah, they're they're all beat to hell. So, yeah, we'll talk about that. Also, it's the trade deadline coming up on Friday. I think the NHL kind of flies under the radar with their trade deadline. I think it's at like 118 or something. No, it's 1 o'clock on Friday. That's coming up, and I don't think the Avs are really going to do much. They're not going to take a big swing, I don't think, at anybody. Patrick Kane's already gone. I don't think there's any other big names out there that they want to make a swing who, for. I don't know what. They don't have any money. Like, they have money, but they're, like, up against the cap. They don't have any cap room. And the question becomes, do you make a move because you think you can repeat as Stanley Cup champions, or do you make a move because you're up against the cap? You know? It's, yeah. And it's I'm, a balancing act. I really don't know what that what that's going to entail for the Avalanche. So we'll talk to Connor McGahee about it. Uh, we won't bring this up to Connor, but I will defend him here in these parts. Somebody just took a run at Connor on Twitter yesterday about somebody paraphrased something Connor said, and then this guy gets on in the replies on Twitter. I was like, oh, this is the fifth best radio guy in on the Avs broadcast, blah, blah, this whole thing. So, I saw this. Yeah, and I didn't, I don't jump into the foray in the Twitter replies. I read them and then I smack people around on the radio because. This, we can do this guy has four followers, and we have at least seven listeners. So nearly double his reach. Actually, I think we have double digits. I think we have close to 11 listeners on this here Jim Davis show. And we'll be back to tickle the earballs of the listeners with some CMU postgame sound head coach Mike DeGeorge on uh, the sideline last night after their win over Metro State. That's coming up. It's the Jim Davis Show on Colorado Sports Leader, the Team Sports Network. Who do I listen to? The Jim Davis Show on Colorado Sports Leader. Whoever suggested that has got to be smoking crack and plenty of it. The Team. Welcome back to the Jim Davis Show. Buckeye and Baked Goods, we are... Our own worst enemies. I like this song. I like this album. Right. Because it's got that. Um, oh, what's the name of that song? Uh, Jennifer Aniston is. Or not Jennifer Aniston. Pamela Anderson. Close enough. Either way. They were uh, standing on her rumpus in the video, if I remember correctly. So. Oh, and a little instrumental. No lyrics going on here in this one. That's nice. Is that A Place in the Sun, that album was called? Oh, um, boy. We'll have to. Miserable. That's the name of the song. The band, uh, they did January 2000. It was pa- a huge Pamela Anderson. And, or She was like a giantess or whatever, and they were little, and they danced around on her areas. If you will. Got it. But very good album, Place in the Sun. Haven't heard a whole lot from them in their last, like, seven albums. But 
Dang, their sophomore effort was pretty good, and that's your usual four times a, a show music talk. Because, let's see, we'll have only three bumpers you have to come up with on your own today, so we'll only talk music probably three or four times as we get rolling through here. Uh, music, Sweet music to the ear. Smooth radio transition. Sweet music to the ears of Mavericks basketball fans of CMU men pick up a win over the Metro State University of Denver Roadrunners. Are there other Metro State universities? Probably. Okay, so that's why they go MSU Denver? I Because I think if... If I were to guess, I would say probably mm-hmm. like, you know, your Minneapolis's of the world gotcha. or your or any other metropolitan areas. areas. Like New York metropolitans. Right. So and I I'll say this and I probably shouldn't because it's very rude of me. Mm-hmm. I still say Metro State, even though their So do I. Their roster or their media guide guidance. Like implores. It's not even asking. It's it's it doesn't say please don't. It says do not say. So when we do games officially, I try to say MSU Denver or you know the Roadrunners or whatever. I try not to say Metro State because I don't think Mesa State wants Mesa State anymore. Excuse me, talking too fast and got the hiccups. Mm. They're Colorado Mesa, right? Like Western Colorado University is hard to spit out. At times. So, or school of mines. They want Colorado mines or whatever. It's like, now you got to change all these things. Right. You know, I, it's like the Guardians. That that still trips me up now a year and a half later. I was actually, by the way, not to toot my own horn, uh-huh. horn here, but I was correct. <laughs> there is a metro state in Minneapolis-St. Paul. Look at that. Blind squirrel finds a nut. Right? Because yeah, exactly. you just took a stab in the dark. Pretty right? much. Yeah. Anyway, the men beat Metro State, so now they can focus on baseball. 82-72 at Brownson Arena last night. Forward Trevor Baskin, 18. Blaze Street led all scores with 23. And after the game, courtside, Paxton Ritchie talked with the head coach of the Mavericks, Mike DeGeorge. Coach, no easy games in March or the last day of February, but you got it done. What did you see for this team to pull away in the second half? Yeah, it certainly felt like March tonight, didn't it? Great crowd and a hard-fought win. So, you know, we just really believe and we're just really tough-minded. And that second half, they're very difficult to guard. And our guys just kept battling and, and found a way. Blaze and Trevor really stepped up and made a lot of plays offensively, of course, down the stretch. Yeah, Blaze particularly with the four fouls, how long he had them, and he was able to stay through the game the whole time. How, how big is that for your team? Yeah, you know, he hasn't been in foul trouble so this year, so it was a, a different circumstance, particularly with Isaac out, and, uh, you know, he's the best matchup on Randall. But I thought, you know, Christopher Speller uh, kind of struggled early, but he is just a winner, and you know you're going to get your best from him. And he hit the big three to put us, you know, really kind of separate there uh, at a key time, and then he did a great job on the, defensively down the stretch. So mine's shattering. We don't know the opponent yet, but... Regardless of who you're playing on Friday, you know it's going to be here. So what are your thoughts for the weekend ahead? Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a battle. Great opponents coming in, and it's fun that it's here. Mavericks with the win over Metro State. And I'll thank the Sports Information Department. I believe, actually, Paxton Ritchie is the one that wrote this up on the website. Because there's a note in here that even I forgot. 
Oh? That it's some sweet, sweet revenge because Metro was the last team to beat the Mavericks at home on oh, December right. 3rd. You know the only other team to beat the Mavericks at home this year? Oh, God. Um, it was like all the way back at the beginning of the season. It was the previous day. The day before it was um, Colorado School of Mines. Yes, that oh, is right. correct. That's right. Okay. Yeah, that was the opening weekend. Both men and women got swept at home by Metro and School of Mines, and then going over to Denver earlier this month, the Maverick women beat School of Mines in Golden. Maverick men beat Metro on the road, and now they get the School of Mines again after the season split the Mavericks have won I think their winning streak is 10 uh yeah it's 10 in a row they're 14 and 2 at home 25 and 4 overall schedules for the Armac tournament looks like this Mavericks uh will take on the Colorado School Mines that'll be the first game at five o'clock and then the second game is Fort Lewis against Black Hill State at 7 30 the championship will be on Saturday between the winners of the two teams. Hopefully the Mavericks will advance. If they do, Jim Davis will have your RMAC championship game coming up on Saturday night. But yours truly will have the call for you coming up on Friday night as the Mavericks take on the Ore Diggers. Uh, the CMU women's basketball team took on the Ore Diggers last night. They fell 66-60. to They were down 20-10 to after... The first quarter, but kind of kept crawling back in the game. I was checking in on the live stats as, uh, you know, kind of doing some last minute prep last night for the show. Right. And it was like, okay, they're, they're 10 down, look up. And I, I can't remember what college basketball game was on, but I was watching that a little bit on FS1. Look down, and the Mavericks cut it to within three, and then look up, and they look down, and it's seven or eight. They just, just couldn't. Get that last two or three points, yeah, and ultimately falling uh, by a score of sixty-six to sixty. Leah Redding, sixteen points for the Mavericks. Tia Slade led uh, all Mavericks with nineteen points. CMU ends their season overall thirteen and sixteen. Monica Brooks final game as a Maverick with thirteen points for CMU. And uh, sad she couldn't go out with a, a deeper run for the Mavericks, but she uh, she had a great season. The redshirt senior from Oklahoma, Shawnee, Oklahoma, and she will uh, uh, head off to the next phase of her life and maybe basketball career. We don't know, but other than that, you take a look. Let's see, Laura Gutierrez is a redshirt junior, and everybody else. Red shirts or true freshmen and sophomores, including arguably, everybody else, including arguably their best player this year, Olivia Reed. Yeah, Olivia Reed was a true freshman this year. You have her; she's going to be a sophomore. Kylie Kravig is going to be just a junior, and you hope some of the girls they didn't have this year get healthy and they're able to come back and bounce back and and be a little bit of a fuller roster, a little bit deeper with some scores and some some defensive players as they go into the next season. But uh, their season ends last night, 66-60, a loss on the road at the Colorado School of Mines. It's time right now for Soundcheck. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent 
and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. All right, baked goods. What are we baking up today? Giannis Anadokounmpo was on The Daily Show, guest hosted this week by Hassan Minaj. I was like, get Giannis guest hosted The Daily Show? No, no, no. Oh, okay, I'm he was, you now. He was the guest. That makes more sense. But Hassan Minaj was the guest host. And Hassan tried desperately to get Giannis to do some trash talking because Giannis is not a trash talker. He is one of the nicest NBA players, as far as I can tell. He just wants Chick Fil A. That's all he wants. Yeah. So just give him fifty nuggets. So uh, Hassan Minaj wrote for Giannis trash talk lines that he wanted him to say on the show to kind of you know be like you know trash talk or whatever he tried all right, all right fine, 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 fine fine he likes luca he respects his game what about joe kick we got to talk about joker i wrote some stuff about joker right here here you go this is Giannis giving joe kick that trash talk joker how are you going to make it through the finals where you look like you can barely make it through a Burger King drive-thru? This is what we want! This is America! Yes! Keep going. Jokic, I love your game. No, no, no! He's still at the very, he's like, I can't do it. I Three things. One, don't denigrate Mr. Burger the King. Two, it's even more hilarious Giannis trying to do that, knowing his love of Chick-fil-A. Right. And how many times I see Giannis either shooting a three or trying to get a 50-piece at Chick-fil-A of nuggets right? with the Chick-fil-A sauce. And number three is... If Jokic is going through the Burger King drive-thru, he's doing it in one of those horse carts. Yeah. You know that. He's doing it on the horse. Yeah. Yep. That's funny, though. And I just, I like Giannis. I think he's just he's a likable guy. Yeah. He's averaging also 31 and 12 this season in 49 games. So he's also pretty damn good at he's this whole basketball very thing. Good. And I don't know if there are multiple Atentacumpos. Uh, there are actually Theonis Atentikumpo is on the Bucks as well this year, as is, oh my gosh, I want to try this name, Sandro Mamukelishvili. That's good. Mamukelashvili. Hey, basketball reference, helping a brother out. And I was close on the uh, just the dry run there. Mamukelashvili from Greece? Seton Hall University. No, oh. New York, New York. He's actually it says he's born in New York. I'm guessing that's not where the family's from originally, but Probably that's not. neither here nor there. All right, that was sound check. And uh, coming up on the other side of the break, the aforementioned Nikola Jokic had another triple double, and head coach Mike Malone wax poetic about the Nuggets win in Houston. We'll talk about that on the other side of a break. It's the Jim Davis Show. Colorado sports leader. It's a wine about it Wednesday. Get yours in on the Chick-fil-A breakfast team phone line, 970-242-1340. I'm a big sports addict. I like sports. 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 This is the Jim Davis Show on the team. 101 FM, 1340 AM, Grand Junction. 102.1 FM, Delta Montrose. 
Welcome back to the Jim Davis Show. Buckeye Baked Goods, 742 on a Wednesday. The Man in Black, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is a great song, and I know they use this uh, in the last few years of The Undertaker. Because he'd only wrestle once a year, so they could right. do a nice produced open. Also, his version of Hurt is the really emotional. It it's, is fantastic. It's better than the original, for sure, from Nine Inch Nails. See, I told you, we usually talk music around these parts. 742 Buckeye and Baked Goods on the Jim Davis Show last night in Houston. The Denver Nuggets smacked around the Houston Rockets by a score of 133 to 112. Six Nuggets and double figures led by Jamal Murray's 32. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. had 17. The Joker, 14 to 11 and 10 for his 24th triple-double of the season. The Nuggets are 24 and 0 when he... Records a triple-double this season. Also the 100th of his career. He was a game-best plus 31 in the plus-minus category. And uh, the Rockets were... Do you... Can you name me one Houston Rocket? Uh, No. No. Can you name me the only Houston Rocket, as far as I know, I'm not going to dig any deeper into it, whose dad played for the Nuggets... Oh, his namesake. He was sound checked two weeks ago at the All Star break for one of my sound checks. Oh, 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 oh! It's- he is, his dad played college basketball at Cincinnati. Nickname of a defunct chain of uh, apparel stores. Oh God, it's not coming to me. A uh, blue light special. Uh-huh. Kenyon Martin Jr. Oh, I almost head butted the microphone there too. Ah. Uh. Terry Eason, Tari Eason, sorry, from Tari Eason, who also played at Cincinnati and LSU, he led the the Rockets in scoring last night with 17 points. Uh, I don't know who this dude is. Alperin Senjin. Who? Alperin Senjin from Turkey. Dude was minus 36 last night. He was his plus I minus. Already forgotten yeah, his name. Was minus thirty six. Nuggets with a one thirty three one twelve win. They are forty four and nineteen. The Rockets fall just under five hundred at thirteen and forty eight. And here's <laughs> Michael Malone after the win. I was really proud of our group because all day long we talked about being mature with the approach, and, and it's not about who we're playing; it's about us. And I felt that guys went out there and, and worried about Denver Nugget basketball tonight for the most part. And uh, a lot of guys contributed. Nicole Jokic, one of six players in NBA history to have 100 triple doubles, 24 this season, and we haven't lost a game in those triple doubles. Uh, speaks to his greatness. Um, I thought Bruce Brown off the bench was really good. And I really, for the first game in a Denver Nugget uniform, I felt Reggie Jackson kind of just took a deep breath and played his game. Looked really comfortable, really confident, decisive. Thomas Bryant, eight points, eight rebounds, two blocks in 20 minutes. Um, and we took, we took care of business. We did what we were supposed to do. How did you like? Yeah, it's E-Me on not cutting off the question there. I thought I did. but How did you not. like? I like very much. Yes. Uh, I do like the fact that he didn't even bother with his team that on any given night, this team can jump up and bite you. No, it was, don't worry about them. Worry about you. Because... Because they suck. Uh, yeah, 20 minutes at least 
for Thomas Bryant, Reggie Jackson, Vlatko Chanchar, and Bruce Brown. Those guys are all reserves. That when when guys off the bench are getting twenty minutes, it's when you know you're wrecking fools. Nikola Jokic played forty three seconds more than Bruce Brown and had a triple double. That's some domination for That's just not fair. That's not fair. KCP had 14 for the Nuggets. Reggie Jackson had 9, 4 of 11 shooting. Uh, You heard him, Malone, talk about him. Thomas Bryant had a good night as well off the bench. Vlatko had 9 and uh, in nearly 27 minutes. So the Nuggets improved to 44 and 19. They are still atop, excuse me, the Western Conference. They have a a 6.5 game lead over the Memphis Grizzlies. And if uh, if the playoffs were start right now and it was chalk in the play-in tournament, the 7 and 8 seeds get in, they would take on the Minnesota Timberwolves in the first round of the playoffs, but there's still 29 games left in the regular season. Up next for the Denver Nuggets, next couple of days, they have uh, today off, they have tomorrow off, they are back at home to take on the Memphis Grizzlies. That one is a late start. 8 o'clock could very well be right here on the Team Sports Network after CMU Mavericks RMAC Tournament Basketball. And then they got uh, two more at home Monday and Wednesday, so they're home for about a week now. They got the Raptors and the Bulls coming up on Monday and Wednesday. So that's two in a row for the Nuggets, six out of seven and the only loss in there is just that dreadful, dreadful performance uh, against the Memphis Grizzlies. But the Nuggets continuing to roll. Is, uh, they're the top seed in the Western Conference, and it looks like they're going to be that yeah. when the playoffs start. Now, here's a question for you I, sure. I, I will pose for you. So, Nicola's got 24 triple-doubles this year. Mm-hmm. He's got 100 for his career. LeBron's got 106. Jason Kidd has 107. Okay. For fourth all-time. Now, LeBron is still playing, active. Mm-hmm. Came the all-time uh, scorer in NBA history. But hurt now. But hurt now. Mm-hmm. Does Nikola Jokic, by season's end, regular season's end, reach or surpass either LeBron or Jason Kidd for fourth all-time in career triple-doubles? So... Catching LeBron, by the end of the season, I don't know about LeBron. And the reason I say that is because the Lakers, when he gets healthy, if he can get healthy, are still going to be grinding for a playoff spot, so they're going to need all the LeBron that they can handle. So he might, you know, keep a pace. Joker's got to take this LeBron injury time to get the next six or seven. If he does that, then yeah, he's absolutely going to pass him because I just... Right. Completely said something stupid there. But if LeBron doesn't play the rest of the season, absolutely, I think Nikola catches both of them. Because there's 29 games left. He has 24 this season. He's got 16 since New Year's Day. You know, 16 over, what is it, 30, 58 days? 57, 59 days? Yeah. You know, you got all of March. Can he get eight triple-doubles in the next 29 games? I think so. I think he passes both of them. Now, that leaves next year tracking down magic. 
who's got 138. Then Oscar Robinson, 181. Russell Westbrook has the most career triple-doubles with 198. How he can get 10 assists on a nightly basis when he doesn't pass the ball or he throws it out of bounds, I have no idea. I don't either. And that's that, But that's a lot of that's early Russell Westbrook when he uh, was with the, the, the Thunder and averaged the triple-double over the course of the season. The question is, does he catch Oscar in the next three seasons? The rest of this one and two more. 181? 181. I think it's Oscar entire, Robinson. I think it's entirely possible. Because you'd think, I don't know if these are count postseason as well, but let's just say you have the 164 plus 193 games regular season. Pending, he plays all of them, and he gets nicked up here and there. Can you get 81 doubles? In, that's essentially one every other game. Well, if he's keeping up with his average this year, which is a triple-double a game. He's at 24 triple-doubles in 54 games this year. It, it would be tight. I think I think he could do it, though. I think he can because it's now starting to become routine. He's averaging a triple-double this season. 24-11, essentially 12, 24-12 and 10. He's averaging that triple-double. He's played 55 games for the Nuggets out of their 55. So uh, math is math is hard. 27 games left in the regular season for the Nuggets, not 29. Can So I th- – depending – and this all depends on LeBron James' health. Is he going to miss just two weeks and then come back as good as he's been playing? Then no, I don't think he catches him because I think LeBron just – gets a couple to push above Jason Kidd right. and kind of keep Nicola at arm's length through the rest of the season. But I think he passes Jason Kidd, if that makes sense. Right. You know, so at 7-27, and 27, that's one every four games. I think he can do that. He's at a quicker pace than that as it stands right now. It's a Wine About It Wednesday on the Chick-fil-A Breakfast Team phone line. Do you not have a wine pile? You have the one about the guy tailgating you. All I, I have the one that... It, I don't know if it happens to everybody, but it seems to routinely happen to me. Oh. The person that, say we're at a restaurant that has a double drive through Okay. The person that's just, close that gap. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And it's not, and this may be trying to make myself sound more polite than I actually am, but I like to think I'm actually a nice person. Right. I'm just kind of a tool sometimes. You have your moments. Yeah. But. We all do. I want the person to behind me to be able to get up and order. Because I know how frustrating it is to be like. I am not near the speaker. I am not close enough. I, I hate that. Get out of my car first. Right. In order and to. Yeah. Because having work drive through that thing dings. And so it's on. And you tune it out. So. That doesn't the sound doesn't change when they get to the speaker box and they gotta go hello, hello. Then you're oh yeah sorry blah blah blah. Move forward a little bit, you know you. The person in the front of you is not going to back up usually in a drive-through, so move forward just a skosh so people behind you can order. Yeah, and sometimes I am the culprit of, yeah I'm not gonna get too tight because 
this person over here is ahead of me and I don't want them to think that I'm jumping in front of them because we've turned into an incredibly violent country at fast food places <laughs> and I don't really want to be caught up in that. No. So usually my fights with people at fast food restaurants are with employees. <laughs> so that's usually how it turns out for me. But you can have get your wines in at Tabata of Talon Wine up for grabs on the Chick-fil-A breakfast team. Text line 970-242-1340. We have a text from Larry on the text line. I like to hear the B team on the radio every once in a while. It's a nice change up. Keep up the great work. Also, can we keep Jim Rofe off the station? Very annoying. That's uh that's not up to me. Outside of my pay grade. That is a management decision. From sorry, yes, that is that's above my pay grade. If they want to pay me that much, then I'll make those decisions. Until then. Until then, I don't really want to. From Dylan on the text line, want to whine about the person honking at me to go when trying to turn right and there's traffic coming. Last I checked, a solid doesn't go through a solid. Patience on the road, people. Patrick Kane to the Rangers won't work. Super teams don't work. Avs should be fine where they are. Yeah, I don't... To be honest, I don't really know. I usually start to get on other teams in the NHL right around St. Patrick's Day, right around the NCAA tournament. So I don't really know how good or bad the Rangers are right now. I think the Avs stand pat. Coming up next hour, my high sports Cody Rourke, voice of the Avalanche, Connor McGahee. All that's next hour. Hour two awaits us on the Jim Davis Show.